Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Comic Con Radio. Coverage of pop culture events from around the globe. Amazing interviews with celebrities. Daily recaps and reviews of popular television. Movie reviews. Everything fandom from around the globe. Comic-Con Radio. Get ready to enter our universe. Let's go. This is Film Center. Your number one show for real entertainment industry news. No fluff, all facts. Now, here are your anchors, Derek Johnson II and Nicholas Killian. Hey everybody, welcome to Film Center. My name is Derek Johnson II. I'm Nicholas Killian. And what are we getting into today, Nicholas? So today we're going to be talking about how old is too old to be an action star. Okay, and now, specifically, when we mean an action star, it felt like there was some clarification that uh, me and Nicholas might need we, to do Yes, first. we had to have... I was under the impression that it was just action stars, just and actors in general. Yeah, like like actors and that were just was in a, action. He movies. was above. He was, and we were actually talking about this before. And when he was talking about, he's like, no, they had to have become famous from action movies. Right. So, maybe, and I want to, I want to bring this. We had this little debate before. So before we get into the meat and potatoes, of what the episode's really about, I feel like this is a good foundation to stand on right right? is like what then defines this action star so you know we kind of bring this debate to to you guys episodes yeah so first of all um you can always hit us up about or on instagram we're on facebook we're on tiktok um so you can always hit us up and tell us what you think an action star is the difference between an action star and like a regular movie star but people using as the uh examples were Sylvester Stallone compared to Keanu Reeves. Right? Well, yeah, I was about to say we should bring up the actor that sparked this whole debate, which was Keanu Reeves. Right. Well, do you want to talk about kind of like what happened? So basically what I was saying was I was bringing up like Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, um, uh, basically those actors. And you were like, no, no, no. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You were like, well, those are technically they are action stars but they're also movie stars at the same they're just actors that can do action right so i was saying like sylvester Stallone and arnold schwarzenegger are action stars because they are famous for being in action movies compared to keanu reeves and tom cruise who are who can also do action right but they're more movie stars because they can pull names from uh in other genres for example no one is going to watch you know Dwayne The Rock Johnson, another action star, right. in a hardcore drama that takes place in only one house, you know, that's very overly emotional. His audience isn't going to see that for him. His audience wants to see him blow shit up. Right. Uh, pardon my friends, but, you know. So, uh, that's what makes him an action star is that he only brings people for action movies. Tom Cruise has been in a plethora of genres of movies in which he still brings in people where for drama. No comedy, matter what he does. No matter what, his audience is going to come see him because he's a movie star, not just an action star. I think I think what you were what we ended up saying was whenever you say this person's name, action star automatically comes up. Right. Like you, like you were saying, you have Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. you have Jason Statham, you have Dwayne the Rock Johnson, um, Jackie Chan. Yeah, like you these know. these people, they're famous for doing action and not j- drama or comedies or other types of. For example, Kevin Hart has been in some 
like uh, been in some quote unquote action like movies, but he's known for being a comedian. He's not really known for right. doing action stuff. Well, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that uh, that interview we were talking about where uh, Jackie Chan. Uh, was on this TV show, and he was talking about how when people say Robert De Niro, they're just like, oh my God. And then when they say Jackie Chan, they're like doing the hand movements with Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Chan was like, why don't people just say Jackie Chan? Like, oh my gosh, like Robert De Niro, or like when people say other. Uh, Al Pacino. Famous, or... Al Pacino. Like, oh, they say, oh, there's so much sophistication to it. But when I say Jackie Chan, that was like, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yeah, he, and this is, this is how he says that <laughs> people say his name, which to be fair, I mean, that's what he's known for. That's what he's known for. But right. that's what we were saying about whenever you say the name, action comes to mind. Right. And I don't think, me personally, I don't think there's anything like wrong with that. Like, you know, like he's made a name doing action. If he wanted to be make his name doing serious drama, then he should have done those. But the police store is awesome. You know, there's nothing wrong with his right. movies that I, that I view anyway. So kind of getting into... How old is too old to be an action star? All right. So what kind of brought this up was Indiana Jones. Right. The Indiana Jones Dial, Dial of, of Destiny. Right. Um, so Harrison Ford was 79 when he was in the movie, Current when they shot the movie, uh, and currently he is 80. Um, well, I'm sorry. He was 78 when he was in production. And I cannot imagine being 78 years old. Right. And then it's now coming out at his age of 80. Right. So, I mean, this is Indiana Jones we're talking about here. This is not a walk in the park. Right. Um, I, for people who haven't seen it, I'm not going to give out any spoilers, but there is action scenes in this. And mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of cutting away to hide the stuntmen and this, this and that. And it's just like, okay. Because you know he did none of his own stunts. He's 78. Exactly. It, like he's, Which you don't blame him. He's 78 years old. Right. And at, people much younger than him use stunt doubles. Right. Right. So, you know, no shame. No shame. But, you know, he's supposed to be an action. This is supposed to be a, an action adventure. That is what Indiana Jones is based off of. Action adventure, right? So you want to see these actors do all these crazy stunts. I mean, Tom Cruise is 60. And, and still, he's still, still kicking out. Once again, that is like significantly younger than Harrison Ford. But at the same time, you know, Tom still Cruise getting is up about there. To, right. Tom Cruise is uh, going to be in the. So currently we're recording this in June, uh, middle of June. Um, Dial of Destiny has already uh, been released. And um, Mission Impossible is going to come out soon. Uh, uh, Dead Reckoning Part One. Right, and then they had they have that famous they have that famous trailer where he literally jumps off the mountain, and yeah. they have the test shot of it and the actual movie shot of it, and there's really not that much difference. There's really not. I mean, but also I think they might be a little, the only caveat I will give Tom Cruise is that like Tom Cruise seems to be an immortal vampire. Um, also, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Right, but... he, he seems to be doing pretty well, uh, age wise. And then on top of the fact that, uh, you know, Tom Cruise is famous for pushing himself when it comes to stunts compared right. to other action stars. Um, well, we were talking about this before. I was like, what if secretly Tom Cruise does have a death wish? Like, he's like, I'm not gonna tell anybody, but I do want to die doing a stunt. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I think that maybe there's something to that man, because like I at this point I'm just like he tries to get pushed more and more and more, and um, 
oh my gosh, I still the stunt that stays rent free in my head is that one where uh, he's on the side of an actual plane. Yeah, just I was just about on. to, and there's one little cable that's supposed to be the safety cable, right? And everybody's like. You do know if something goes wrong, like that's not gonna do anything. Right, like you're, you're literally hanging off the side of an airplane. Right, and which there's is, no stunt double, which is physically impossible in real life. Like you cannot cling to a, a flying jet just with the tip of your fingers. And something is going to go wrong. It's Murphy's law. Yeah, and he's famously fired people for not letting him do the stunts that he wants to do. So, um, but. 60 is clearly not, I mean, to be fair, 60 is not retirement age in other industries. Retirement age in America is uh, 65 currently, right? Right. Right, so... But also, let's not act like this dude doesn't have chefs, and we don't know all the shit that he's doing yeah. to keep himself and his body up to that point. Yeah, so it's like, I don't think 60 is too old. However, you have someone like Jackie Chan... Uh, now, Jackie Chan is 69 currently, and right. uh, three years ago, in 2020, he was in a movie called Vanguard um, that was a that was released in uh, China, and originally called, um, I'm going to murder this Chinese name, so I'd rather just call it the American name Vanguard, <laughs> but the Chinese name is uh, Jai Shang Feng, and he does all of his own stunts in here, too, because he's Jackie Chan. Um I don't think he could do his own. He, I don't. I'm sure he has had stunts where he was. He didn't do his own stunts, but it's kind of like he started out as a stuntman. Yeah. In Bruce Lee's movie. Right. Exactly. So, so it's like he. I, I, it's hard. Maybe it's like the thing like once a stuntman, always a stuntman, and I think that that is possibly something we need to bring up. But I'm me honestly. I'm thinking. Too, what's too old to be a stuntman? Unless you're trained in consistent stunts like Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is a special case here. I would even say, go far as to say an outlier, because there's not a lot of actors like him nowadays who are like, I have been grown since I was a child. I have been doing this. Yeah, wasn't he in the circus and they used to beat the crap out of him? Uh, I think he was in, in an opera, tra like a traveling opera group or something or like something that. something like that. Yeah. And he talked about how they used to beat the crap out of him if they didn't yeah, if they do what they were supposed to do. correctly and stuff like that. This He attributes that to why he's so good at stunts is because it was drilled into him so much. Very rarely, especially here in America, are you going to find child labor for those type of stunts. Mm -hmm. Just because it's just not something that's allowed in our country. Right. Uh, China is a different country. So, um, especially it was a different time, too. You know, you're talking like, because Jackie Chan is 69. You, you're talking at least 60 years ago. Yeah, that that's, that's a long time ago. But like I was telling you, though, the average, I mean, the average movie star or action star, they're in their 50s and their 60s. So why... So, Dick, why don't you tell us a little bit about why they're usually so old? So, one of the things that I was talking to you about is the fact that you have generations that are invested into it, right? So, you have the Terminator you have with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you have Sylvester Stallone. They have the dad, and then the son, and then now the son's son. Right, with the new generation of Gen Z. right are all watching these movies. Right. Right? And then you have the majority of them, then you also have the way that the industry runs today, 
which is off of sequels and IPs that have already been developed compared to newer ideas because they can't afford to. Right. They have to make all their money. They have to make three X their money on their first box office on their first initial theatrical run. Yeah. So really most of it, if we're being honest, most of it within the first weekend. Right. Within their, but then you also have to think about the experience and versatility of doing it for that many decades. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You have to experience... Because also, like I was telling you, the reason why also with the experience of time is also we expect so much more from our action stars today. I mean, Jason Statham is 55, right? Yeah, if you're talking about... Now, when you're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger and and, and, uh, Sylvester Stallone, they're mid-70s. This is... Right. I mean... And they're still doing... I mean, expendables. Yeah, but they're... they became action stars back in the day where DVD sales were really great. So it's like, okay, I can also fall in love with... It's a bit of the times, too. You know, like, if you watch some of the... Uh, like, the other day, off-camera, me and Nicholas were watching The Last Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. It's a movie from the uh, mid-'80s. If you've never seen it before, definitely go check it out. I, it's one of my... Uh, 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 Shobna! <laughs> it's one of my personal favorite, um, quote-unquote, black tation black exploitation movies yeah. it's not actually a black exploitation movie by technicality but it is is it's a pretty you good could movie. put it in that category if you wanted to right exactly um and so if you watch movies from back then it's kind of like how the culture was right they had these r- super ripped guys who were just blowing stuff up and they were like you know these grizzle guys nowadays are action stars in superhero movies and some people say, oh, when the superhero trend is over, when the superhero trend is over, when superhero movies go away, superhero movies have always been around. They're let's, just now extremely profitable. Right. Let's not act like there wasn't plenty of Academy Award, uh, 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 TV, not Academy Award, enemy uh, awarded TV shows that had superheroes in them. The Hulk. It's a famous, famous example, right? The Hulk was very popular um, and to the point that where they had Thor and Iron Man in that TV show, The Hulk. Right. Right. So, and then they had Blade before the MCU. Even in our lifetime, there was the original Tobey Maguire or Spider-Man, right? There, I mean, to be fair, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is what they say marked the beginning of the, the true superhero. Superhero, because people are like, oh, the same thing with... Technology uh, finally caught up, you know? The same thing with uh, Sopranos. Whenever mm-hmm. it came out, it showed studios that, hey, you could make a lot of money off an hour-long drama. Right, things have finally changed. But prior to that, there was, prior to Spider-Man, there was Blade. Right. That was extremely profitable. And it saved Marvel. Yeah. It was going to go bankrupt if Blade didn't work. In fact, I remember watching um, some behind-the-scenes of uh, Blade 3, in which uh, there was some problem with some of the actors and stuff like that. And Ryan Reynolds hated being on that movie. Ryan Reynolds apparently did not like being that on that movie. But I still like so much money, dude. And yeah. the the games made money, which is crazy to think about. The Blade games. So, since most of our action stars are now here in, uh, are now in, and quote unquote superhero movies, we don't really view them as action movie stars. I'll give you an example with Tom Holland. Tom Holland is twenty seven, right? Uh, as of twenty twenty three, in June, and 
as a 27 year old, he's known for being Spider-Man. Now he's played other characters. In fact, other characters that are highly dramatic roles, but he's not really famous for being in those roles or people not really known him for that. So I would argue that he is an action star. He's just known for playing this one action character because if this was the 80s, Right, let's take Sylvester Stallone, for example. He's known for being not only Rocky, he's also known for being... Rambo. Rambo, right. These are series, right, in which there's a lot of action. Yeah, Rocky is technically a sports... It's technically in the, the genre of sports, but it's still action. Right. right. Do, you, do, you think, do you think the fact is, is that also these... We can take Rocky. We can take Sylvester Stallone, who plays Rocky, and mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who plays the terminator hmm. could you think of it as they being typecasted into being action stars because arnold schwarzenegger has talked about the fact that he wanted to do comedy like he did the kindergarten cop right, right? and he and was he like jingle all the way right and yeah. he was talking about the fact that he was like i was this huge muscle guy and back then they were like hey you don't you don't do comedies you don't do drama he said he was typecasted into being the action star. Well, I will say this. Typecasting has... And what people don't really understand is like the positives that have come out of the superhero era, right, that we're saying, uh, is that it's kind of destroyed a lot of typecasting. That was that was uh, Tobey Maguire's issue. Remember? Mm-hmm. Typecasted as Spider-Man, even though he was in Secretariat and some other stuff, right? Right. So, um, but... Because, like, everybody's a superhero nowadays. Like, most major actors have played some sort of superhero character in some capacity. Or has been pitched to be a superhero character in some capacity, right? Even if it's an extra or something, something like that. Sylvester Stallone was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Right. Right? Was it what? He was in Volume 2 or Volume 3? I think it was Volume 3. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you talk about... Oh, no. It was the one where... Um, I believe it was Volume 2, actually. Right, the one volume where, two? Yeah. I believe it's volume two. It's with the uh, baby Groot. Okay. Yeah. So, um, however, when he, you know, you have the superhero genre where everyone's a act where everyone's a superhero, it's hard to be typecasted now because they're known for other movies and now they get to also be this big time superhero. So I think we're also talking about a different time of movies in which action stars were a right. thing. Right. Well, also, like I said, the expectation of action stars, right? So right now, we're expecting everything from action stars. Mm -hmm. They have to look like action stars, Mm -hmm. but they also have to be able to act like legitimate actors. And a lot of, especially nowadays, people want to see them doing their own stunts. And they want to see them. So we're asking a tremendous amount of them, whereas in the 80s, all we were asking for is you got to be Ripped. absolutely ripped <laughs> yeah you gotta have big guns big action and give me some really iconic quips and that was really all we were expecting from them right because of the time so it's like it's hard to say so then while we are having okay in today's era and you're saying okay we're gonna have these action movie stars it's just it's just not the same no it's not hollywood same. does not breed action movie stars they breed hollywood will always breed movie stars quote-unquote uh, there will always be movie stars, people who are known for being in movies. However, they don't breed action stars, right? They don't breed genre-specific stars like they used to. No, because it's because they're trying to invest more in the IPs. And they're right. trying to invest... And less into the actors. And less into the actors so that they can say, hey, so that they're less dependent 
on the actors right. to do the movie franchises. Like Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. You can't do Mission Impossible without Tom Cruise. Facts. You can't do it. You, it like if, if people heard there was going to be a Mission Impossible without Tom Cruise, I would argue most people would be very upset. Right. I mean, the the franchise is grossed like $3.5 billion up to this point. Right. And so... What are you going? Are you going to now recap? You can't. You can't not at this point, especially since he's executive producer of the IP. Right. So there's no <laughs> good luck. There's <laughs> good luck replacing him. So it's the same thing they. Um, it's the same thing they're doing with the WWE now. So mm-hmm. there, they were talking about how their brand strategy is system over product because right. in the '90s, what ended up happening was you had a bunch of stars walking away because they had too much power you had stone cold you had Hulk stone hogan, cold steel you Austin, had the rock Hulk hogan the, yeah you had brock lesnar you had all those guys and in the uh, early thousands you had Rey mysterio yep yeah you had randy orton mm-hmm. and the thing was Undertaker. they were bigger than the system right so then the system could no longer control i mean it was almost like a pipeline mm-hmm. right yeah it's a pipeline in which they these uh performers i'll say uh they were in wwe or some wrestling league that was around the same size as wwe and then they would move on to movies everyone knew this right happened to the rock happened to hulk hogan there was a specific movie that they would push their biggest wwe stars in it was called the marine right yeah yeah i mean they were you know terrible movies but it didn't didn't matter it was the break-in it was it was your first movie you you played the marine Right, so it's like they don't really breed them as uh, I say breed, but they don't really Hollywood doesn't really make action stars like it used to. So now it, they're relying on these older action stars who are really getting too old. Well, and you also have to think of international dominance of these action stars. Okay, yeah. we might be accepting of these newer action stars, but. Like we talk about, what is what is the U.S.'s number one export? It's entertainment, right? Exactly. Okay. Now, the rest of the people around the world may not be so accepting. They want to see Sylvester Stallone, or they want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Or they want to see Tom Cruise. They want to see these people that America has pushed as this typecast. Well, not, not Tom Cruise as much, but as these action stars that they're known for, for seeing. I mean, you you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator 2, Judgment Day, right? Uh. It, oh, it earned over $520 million globally with a significant portion of that revenue coming from the international market. Right. There are people, there are actors uh, who we might not say are not number one in America, but they're definitely number one uh, internationally. Mm-hmm. A huge famous example of this is uh, Nicolas Cage. A lot, there's some people in America who say Nicolas Cage isn't as popular in America as it used Didn't to be. Didn't you tell me he's like huge he's in India? huge, huge overseas. And he's still huge overseas. That's why he's still in movies. And it's like, yeah, because people want to see him in America, but like he's really still big internationally, right? So it's like, okay, well, now they're needing to rely on these older action stars to push these movies because there isn't really any newer ones. Like I said, I use Tom Holland as an example, but he's known for being Spider-Man, but he was also in Uncharted. Right, which right. is another action adventure movie, um, and I, I would say that he's one of the youngest stars that could possibly count as like an action star. But there aren't a lot that I can really think of 
off the top of my head. Like, if I, me personally, if you have to look up who was the action star, they're not an action star. Well, you also have fan loyalty, right? So you have mm. fan loyalty. And I would, I would argue that it's not necessarily fan loyalty. It's the memories attached to those movies, right? Mm. For example, my... Nostalgia. Nostalgia, right? So one of my favorite childhood movies is the Digimon movie. Uh-huh. Right? The okay. animated Digimon movie. Uh-huh. Now, is it a great movie? Not really. It's not particularly an Oscar-winning movie. You're not going to get any awards for that, Right. Really. It's not going to win any awards, but it reminds me of my childhood back in the day. Right, which is probably why which is why superheroes became so popular, right? It's because of, Sp- of Spider-Man is a huge attachment to most people's childhood and stuff like that. Right. right. Exactly. And so, I mean, that's basically where you're going with this. It's, it's all profitability. So if only the older generation is profitable, right, how do we fix this to go into a newer generation? How do we bring it into a newer generation? Because Hollywood, I'm not going to lie, is kind of suffering. As weird as it sounds, they still, like, clarification, these are not coal miner jobs. <laughs> right. Right, like, but they are not as powerful as they used to be. Right. You know, they're having to rely on, you know, box office to make all their money back when it used to be like, oh, studios can risk certain movies because you know they're going to be a lot more with their DVD sales. Now, DVD sales basically don't even exist. Uh, surprisingly, there are some franchises out there that do well when it comes to quote unquote DVD sales, but not anywhere close like they used to, like Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious franchise still makes some good profit off of DVD sales, but nothing compared to what it used to be like. Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, like I said, at the end of the day, it comes down to the numbers. Right. right. So how do we how do we fix this problem of bringing the action star? Well, sorry, I'll, I'll rephrase it. What is going to bring the action star back? What's is there going to even be another genre era in which we can have not movie stars, but action stars? What's what's going to have to happen is the older action stars are going to have to mentor the younger action stars. And that's difficult to do when you've been at the top for so long to give up that spotlight. I mean, think about it like this. All the Rambo movies. I mean, Rambo in 1982 made $125 million. Right. Okay? That's that's huge. Yeah. Rambo 2 made $300 million. Right. Rambo 3 made $189 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, the total revenue of the franchise up to this point is $727 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Terminator franchise has made $1.4 billion. Right. So there's all this money here. It, 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 it's the same. It's the same. I mean, th- but what about, okay, well, what about, would you argue that... That Sylvester Stallone kind of passed the torch with Creed. I mean, yes, Creed. I, I, I mean, Creed is making uh, 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 the first Creed made one hundred and seventy-three million dollars worldwide. You know what I'm saying? The second one making uh, two hundred thirteen million uh, uh, million worldwide, and then the third one making two hundred seventy-four million worldwide. I feel like, I mean, Michael B. Jordan. I would say is like we could say he's kind of like an action star, right? right? right. He's kind of like an action star. But he's not famous for being like that's not what what broke him into the industry. What broke him into the industry is the wire, right? Right? Is is you know you know being in the wire. And in fact, even in interviews to this day, he argue he says he hates when people like view him that way as a child. But right. at the as, same time, as the person from the wire, right? But at the same time, like 
he's transitioning into, I would say he's a movie star, because he's not known, I mean, well, no, he does, he is, like, when I think action, I do think Michael B. Jordan, I don't really, when I think Michael B. Jordan, I'm not really thinking hardcore dramas, so, I mean, The Wire is, is timeless. I mean, Harrison Ford says the same thing about Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, even though it's what gave him his fame, even though it's what gave him what he needed, he's just like, I mean, he's, there was he's, an, he's said, he's been very open about how he doesn't like him. Right. Yeah. And so, he'll be in interviews and he'll be, we're so glad to have you here. He said, well, that makes one of us. Right. So do you think that there's going to be a, have to be a whole bunch of quote unquote creeds with these other older actors? For example, when, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was going to happen with Indiana Jones. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, he has a child. You know what I'm saying? They, they so, tried to pass it off to Shia LaBeouf. Well, the issue is, is that it wasn't a true... What made Creed a true pass the torch and not that one is that in the Crystal Skull, it's mentioned that he has a kid, right? And then he's in the, mo- the uh, 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 He's in the movie. Remember at the end where it's like he thought that he tried to put the hat on, but Harrison takes it back from, right? It's like hinting at it. Creed is literally about the next generation. It would be way, way different if... Um, Indiana Jones was not the main character in that movie, right? In Creed, the main character is Adonis Creed. I I think what's going to, I think and what's, not Rocky. I think what's more dependent on the new age of action stars is going to be the audience. Okay. I think I think the audiences have to be more accepting. I mean, they are. I mean, you have Chris Pratt. You have you know Chris the Pratt, Avengers. a guy who who is known for doing comedy and being on he Parks started, and Rec. Yeah, he started on Parks and Rec. Now being in, in a ton of action movies. But I think it's up to the audience, because it's always been up to the audience. It's always been down to the audience and what they want and what they will pay for. Right. The familiarity of all these older action stars, and I think the business of making movies has to change. Right. Because that's the reason why you know, we are so the industry is so reliant heavy on these actors that are in their 60s and their 70s because they can't afford to do anything else with these with these younger stars even and when i say younger i mean people in their 30s and their 40s which is crazy to think that those are the younger stars like i you know when we mean younger we usually in our minds we usually think teenagers and 20 year olds Right. No, I'm but, I'm talking but, about but people. But the action stars of today, who America seems to be action stars solely, they're so old since they're in the 70s. Being 30 and 40 is like young. I mean, Tom Hardy is in his mid-40s. Chris Hemsworth is in his late 30s. Right. You know, you Jason Momoa, he's in his 40s. Right. Uh, like you, we were just talking about Michael B. Jordan. He's in his mid-30s. Right. So they're not necessarily the youngest people. Right, exactly. We're not talking about somebody who's 18 years old. You know, even, actually, even Tom Holland's almost 30. Right. Right, he's, and he's and he's just being, like, one of the youngest guys out there. Right. He's, uh, what, 27? He's 27, yeah. And, I mean, he looks like he's 16 years old. I so. think that's why it's working for him, is because of how young he looks. But then again, Hollywood's always been about how young can you look. I mean, look at, look at Henry Cavill. He's in his very late 30s. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. I mean, he was, you know, you got The Witcher, you have Superman, all those. He's in his very late 30s. So, you know, I think that it's really going to come down to, like you said, that 
older generation passing on the torch, but on top of that, the studios allowing them to do that. Well, I think I think because even with Creed, like I said, Creed wasn't about Rocky. It was about Adonis Creed, right? Right. About the new generation, and that's how the torch can be passed, right? And where it's like, okay, it's about the new generation, but it's being signed off by the older generation. But that movie was not made with all full confidence in it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, and it was just so happened to be turned into another franchise. No one expected that it was going to be as big as it was. Um, well, that's that's how it has to happen. Yeah, but and to be fair, the only reason studios took a chance on it, Rocky, is that it's large IP. Yeah. It's well, a large IP. Well, I mean, uh, there was a there was an interview with Matt Damon, and they were talking, and he was talking about why do you think movies, um, the there's types of movies that couldn't have been made today, and then we he was basically talking about. I think it was on the Hot Ones, right? Uh, no, I think this was uh, uh, off camera with Sam Jones. Okay. Um, but basically, what he was talking about is. Like we were talking about before in the episode, is they need to make their money basically back in their first weekend or first initial week or two um, in their first theatrical run. He said back then you could release a movie, and if it didn't really do that well, you could make the money back on the DVD sales. Right. This is why they, uh, a lot of modern movies, not a lot, but there's a growing, it's a growing trend to use a lot of influencers. Right. In your movies, right? But it's also been proved to be a terrible idea. Terrible idea. I've, <laughs> I've had friends where the thing is, because here's the problem, here's the problem with like social media influencers. It's easy to be either funny or good at acting for sh- very short clips. 15 seconds. For 15, it's the same with like social media comedians, right? In fact, you don't even really need to be good at acting in 15 seconds. You have to do the thing and then move on. Right. You, uh, especially when a lot of them rely on trends anyway. Right, so, and then when you get them, you know, on set, and you're just like, wow, this person cannot act, or this person is really not funny. It's all about the edits. It's all about the, you know, the way that they position themselves. A lot of uh, online comedians, they will do, like, 45 sets, right, in a year, right? And let's say, really, it's more like 10 of them will actually be funny. Mm -hmm. And all they need is, like, and out of one good funny set, you can get like six clips, right? That's why a lot of like comedians that online mm-hmm. comedians people follow, they're usually wearing the same clothes in a lot of the clips. It's because it's literally from the same set in which they were funny that one time out of the many. Although, so it's like what when you're in Hollywood, right? You're trying to be a serious actor. You have to be good consistently. Yeah, you have to be good consistently. I mean, think about it like this. Dwayne Johnson... Or at least have enough fans for that not to matter. (laughs) Right. Well, you you think about it like this, right? Dwayne Johnson is really struggling. I mean, he's almost a billionaire, but I'm talking about in terms of his viability in the box office. Yeah. He needs the next Jumanji. You know, he's... um, There's a reason why they're they're talking about him coming back to Fast and Furious. Right. Right. There's a reason why he's returned to Fast Fizz. Originally, him and Vin Diesel had a falling out. But, hey, when that money needs to go around, somehow everyone's friends again. Right. Somehow everyone's friends again. Well, I mean, it was the same thing with Red. Yeah. That's very true. So, you know, um, this has been Film Center. This has been our uh, opinions on how old is too old to be an action movie star. Nicholas, what if you had to put an age on it, what is the age of... Uh, 
I would say 65, retirement age. Okay, 65. I would say, I would agree with that. I'll say 65, but I will say 70 if you're a trained athlete like Jackie Chan. But also, we also have to specify that this is in a very... Uh, this is in a very concentrated way. Like, I'll give you an example, okay? Tom Brady was able to play professional football up into his 40s the way he was because he said, if it had nothing to do with football, I wanted nothing to do with it. Everything in my life was dedicated to the preservation of me playing football the way I can. Right, but once again, they don't make action movie stars to do that anymore. No. All right, do I just have straight-up action? But, uh, yeah, this has been Film Center. My name is Derek Johnson II. I'm Nicholas Killian. And we'll see you next time. This has been Film Center on Comic-Con Radio. Check out our previous episodes at ComicConRadio.com. You can follow the show at Film Center News on all major social media platforms. Tune in next Wednesday for a fresh update. Until next time, this has been Film Center. Good afternoon and good evening. Signing out from another amazing episode of Comic-Con Radio. Tune in for your daily shows of Comic-Con Radio. Go to comic-con-radio.com. Reach us on social media. Instagram at Comic-Con Radio. Comic-Con Radio. Taking the world one listener at a time.